Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom. This is Rabbi Aaron Alexander, and I am presenting for the Jcast Network's Daily Daf Differently, finishing up my selection of Dapim today with Daf Kaf Aleph, page 21 of Masechet Psachim, and Baruch Hashem, we have reached a new Mishnah and a new Perak. We are now at the beginning of chapter 2 in Masechet Psachim. And so I want to think a little bit uh, aloud about the Mishnah, specifically the second half of the Mishnah that opens up this Perak. We are speaking of times on the 14th of Nisan, Erev Pesach, that Chametz is permitted to benefit from, which is to say, can I feed it to animals? Can I still sell it? And uh, the second half of the Mishnah is about the destruction of Chametz. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Ein Bior Chametz, Ela Srefa. Rabbi Yehuda teaches the disposal of chametz, the destruction of chametz, is accomplished only through burning it. Vechachamim omrim, but the sages teach af mifarer vizorela ruach. One may also uh, crumble it up and throw it to the wind. O metil liyam, or um, one can cast it into the sea. Now, the syntax of this Mishnah makes it quite difficult to understand exactly what's going on, which is to say, uh, how exactly do the Chachamim in the second part of this uh, second half of the Mishnah reflect upon Rabbi Yehuda's statement? Is it a disagreement? Sure, you can burn your Chametz, and you can even crumble it up and cast it into the wind or cast it into the sea. Or, as some manuscripts suggest, is it a full disagreement and not just an alternative option? Full disagreement, a machloket, would mean the sages think Srefa is not, uh, in fact, the primary way, but uh, it would be better to scatter it into the wind or the sea. First, uh, I want to reflect on the method for how we dispose of our chametz. I've always found it interesting that the options that are given um, are deeply connected to the earth in which all of us reside, which is to say, as we're letting go of that which is forbidden on Pesach, uh, chametz, and of course, according to its more Hasidic interpretation uh, with a basis in the Talmud, uh, that which is far too elevated within us, that which has risen, um, some say arrogance or hubris, uh, we are essentially using 
the four elements that comprise the earth fire air water and land earth so fire Rabbi Yehuda's position you can burn your chametz uh, water you can cast it into the sea you can throw it up into the wind which of course will have it land somewhere on the earth which is to say even in a moment of destruction, which the Torah commands, hashbata, the destruction of chametz, it's a mitzvah say, a positive commandment from the Torah, uh, uh, even in a moment of destruction, of destroying uh, that which was humanly created in partnership with God, uh, we somehow have to be cognizant that we are part of something much bigger and that our existence is dependent on that which the earth provides for us. Uh, so taking that piece of us, that, that, that tangible and intangible material that we all own and hold on to and setting it back to the earth in some way is saying, God, I, I have more work to do in terms of how I connect with you, symbolically and in a very real and palpable way. The second idea that I want to talk about is the idea of the destruction of chametz. Just a, a brief overview. The destruction of chametz that, be, chametz that begins on the night of the 14th of Nisan is a four-step process. Uh, step number one is checking, bidikat chametz. This is a tradition uh, that can be done in several different ways, most tra traditionally with a candle and a feather to get into the places most difficult to see in a bright light. Step number one, checking. Step number two, bitul. The verbal destruction of chametz. This is the formula that exists in almost every Haggadah, kol chamira all the chametz or leaven which is in my possession, which I have not seen or destroyed, knowledge of, shall be null and void of my ownership and free as the dust of the earth. That's step two. Now, step three uh, happens the next morning. We call that biur chametz, and that is the physical destruction of chametz. And then, uh, again, by the end of the sixth halachic hour of the day, we have our second bitul formula, very similar to the first, in which we verbally articulate our lack of ownership over the chametz we may have missed and could still be in our possession. The rabbis debate uh, whether or not the destruction of chametz needs to be physical or psychological, emotional, expressed with words. Um, because it is a positive commandment from the Torah, uh, we take the tact of safek diaraita lachumra. If there is a doubtful status of a Torahitic law, rule stringently. And so we do both. In fact, we do the bitul, the articulation, which is probably what the Torah really commands. Uh, we do that twice. Um, last thing I want to say about this important mitzvah is that the bracha that we say over the beginning of the process, and this just drives home the point, is asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu al biur chametz, uh, who sanctified us with God's commandments and commanded us to destroy the chametz. That blessing happens, though, not right before the bitul formula, but before we start checking. 
And so there, of course, is a question over whether or not there ought to be a separate blessing over bidikat chametz. But the rabbis have decided that um, the core element of this four-step process is, in fact, the destruction of the chametz, and the checking is the beginning of that process, though not significant enough to change the bracha to warrant its own bracha. Koltuv, thank you. I've enjoyed this time learning with you and Bahatz Lacha in your in the continuation of your Talmud study. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.